Okay, we'll call the uh, we'll call the commission uh, meeting to order with the uh, roll call, please. Aarons, Debnar here. Frost here. Albertson here. McGaw here. McDonald Winter here. Okay. Um, well, we have our quorum, so uh, I guess we pr we can proceed, even though we're missing uh, a couple of individuals. Um, moving on to our, our second item of business is election of officers, and uh, we're going to have an election of the chair and the vice chair this year, um, and we'll open up uh, the floor for nominations. I'd like to nominate you, Kristen, to continue as chair and Joe as vice chair, if that's okay with both of you. Okay. I'll accept the nomination. We have a second. I'd second that. Okay. Um, any discussion? I'll make at least two to train whistle. Uh, <laughs> okay. We'll call for uh, call for a vote. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed? Unanimously carries. Okay. Uh, third item is approval of the minutes from the uh, June sixth uh, meeting, and uh, you all have a copy of it in your packet are there any corrections to the minutes um, hearing no corrections do I have a motion to approve the January 6th uh, minutes so approved I'll second okay um, by frost seconded by McGaw anybody uh, all in favor signify by saying aye aye, aye. aye. any opposition Okay, uh, January, uh, June 6th minutes have been approved. Do we have any public comment today? There is no public comment. Okay, moving on. Uh, correspondence, Bob, do we have any correspondence today? Uh, we have no correspondence tonight. Okay, um, that moves us on to old business um, modification to hangar storage and tied down uh, leases. Um, uh, I spoke at length on that last time, so I'm going to just kind of kick it off with comments um, before asking for a motion here. Uh, we discussed this at the last meeting. We had some concerns, um, and and since then we have met with city attorney and come up with a uh, uh, reasonable uh, resolution. And uh, uh, I think the uh, uh, new hangar lease, particularly the issue was was um over uh, uh the providing of uh, of counsel and the um uh the uh we have an agreement with the city council uh the council for petaluma that um specified that uh, uh the council acceptable to the city which we as as uh, tenants could end up owing the city um, that the city will specifically um, agrees that they will not unreasonably uh, withhold consent, and we dis we discussed that that is a common uh, uh, condition with in common verbiage with other city contracts. And in fact, um, city attorney wasn't couldn't quite explain why it had, that the verbiage hadn't gotten in here in the first place, uh, but now the uh, the draft. Of this, uh, of these agreements, now agree in general with the rest of the city's com comments, and I think probably a sage as best uh, uh, can be done uh, of the concerns of the tenants. So, um, uh, I think any of the issues that uh, had previously been raised has now been resolved, um, and uh, uh, to start out with, just to put openly to uh, open discussion on the floor. Um, I'd like uh, a motion that uh, that uh, approves a resolution um, uh, providing the uh, commission's support for the uh, city uh, council to approve the new form hangar storage and tie-down leases. I will so move. I will second. Okay. Um, any discussion? Yeah, there is one thing I would like to uh, to mention that falls in the purview of the operations subcommittee, and as I understand the 
modification to the lease, one of the areas we looked at was the ability of a private aircraft owner to have somebody work on their aircraft or provide some sort of service. Um, and the requirement, as I understand it, is in written into the leases now, uh, dictates that uh, someone can do that. Originally it was, you must be an employee. Uh, that's the way it was originally worded. Now it's been modified to, you must be a contractor providing the service. That requires a business license in Petaluma. It requires proper insurance and all the rest and setting an appropriate fee structure, a permit fee, so that we just don't have people coming in through the fence providing services and undercutting our existing businesses on the field. Um, my understanding is that we have copies of typical permit requirements from other airports, Livermore being one, I believe Novato another, providing a good foundation to provide the type of management control we're going to need to make sure that something like this doesn't get totally out of hand. Um, because by requirement of the FAA grant assurances, we can't allow people into a competitive advantage over our current airport uh, business tenants. That's a requirement we have to comply with. <coughs> Uh, these other permit requirements that these other airports have put together have passed the test of review by the FAA. So they endorse the approach, but the operations committee, I believe, needs to take a look at this. That's one piece we haven't finalized. It's in the lease. I believe we're obligated to put something together. Bob has a lot of the details. Bob, do you want to speak to that and fill in where I may have missed something? Yeah, currently in our rules and regulations, it stipulates uh, if a person has a commercial aviation permit, they can operate in the airport proper. We don't have any requirements. We don't have a fee structure, and we really don't have an application that addresses that. Uh, we do have copies from Livermore and Novato as far as what they uh, have in their application, and a, a basic fee structure from both, which we need to look at. So my recommendation would be that the subcommittee get together and review this and, and bring it back to the airport commission at a future date. Okay, but that shouldn't inhibit us moving forward with this. No. Okay. Yeah. The Madam Chair. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, just one thing. Is, is your button or yours? Is your microphone on? I just wanted to be sure. I think it is, yes. Okay, uh -huh. okay thank you. I, I have no trouble. But the um, uh, on this, on the contractors, mm -hmm. to have whatever contractors and they're probably the usual suspects using uh, doing uh, work on a plane or a series of planes uh, uh, customers within the airport community there um, there may be Bob what a half a dozen a dozen people I would say less than a half a dozen okay and 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 that they could and when you talk about having licenses and in insurance to work on there I, my concern and we've had one major fire in a hangar in my tenure here that we you know accidents happen stuff happens so uh that the uh the contractor the maintenance person uh, through some pre-approval has all those things in place we're not right. curtailing anyone we're not eliminating anyone we're not uh, curtailing someone's economic activity but to do business in the city of Petaluma, you need to jump through these hoops and achieve these Correct. things. So I think the, the, the commission should certainly uh, uh, embrace that consistent with other city departments and other city policies as far as contractors on city property and within working within city facilities. Yeah. Hold harmless indemnities and the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the intent. Well, and, and just to clarify, because we've been over, we've gone through the rules and regulations at least once, and, and part of the intent, um, early, um, previous versions and early drafts were almost trying to use the tenant agreement to enforce rules that really needed to be within the rules and regulations. Um, so this sort of disconnects connects it and, and leaves these ready to approve. 
um, but it does highlight the need to um, close the circle and uh, uh, finish up with the rules and regulations um, and, and get any issues with those worked out and then get those in front of the City Council for approval and implementation out at the airport. And that needs something that needs to be done in the next, you know, quarter or so. Okay, and, and just, just a procedural thing. Uh, with the assumption this moves forward with the approval of the Commission, these items and the, re the revisions within the lease contracts, uh, then subsequently that's forwarded to Council for action, or is it solely within the Commission? No, that will be brought before the, uh, the Council. I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah, we'll, we'll be bringing that before the Council for their approval. Oh, okay. Right, because right. these are form agreements, standard form. Thank you, Madam Chair. Any other discussion on the uh, uh, resolution to uh, give the, the Commission's approval uh, of the uh, new draft uh, hangar uh, storage and tie-down leases? All right, seeing no further discussions, um, we'll take a vote. All in favor of approving your resolution uh, that uh, the Commission uh, supports and approves and recommends the adoption of the uh, hangar tie down and storage leases uh, in front of us. Signify by saying aye. 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 Is there any opposition? Okay. Passes. Uh, no other old business. Um, new business uh, subcommittee appointments. Um, we have two committees. We have our operations committee and we have our projects committee. Um, currently sitting on the operations committee um, is myself and Tom McGaw and uh, we had Mark Ashton who has gone off the commission so we have a vacancy on the operations committee um, uh, and uh, currently projects um, are Joe Debner and uh, Colin McDonald and uh, Fred Frost. Um, is it I guess I'll first ask if anybody wishes to change uh, committee assignments. I'd like to move over to the operations. Okay. Um, any other requests? I can uh, work with uh, projects also, unless we want to keep them separate. I, not, I can do both. I'm happy to do that. Not necessarily. Um, we don't, uh, Mr. Aaron's. Um, from the Papa representative is not here, um, but since he's uh, since he's new to the commission, um, uh, uh, I think it's not unreasonable to to uh, uh, utilize Tom's experience if he's willing on on both committees, which mm -hmm. would leave us with the with um, uh, Tom and Colin and Fred on the projects committee, and uh, uh, myself, Tom again and uh and joe on the operations committee any other uh comments thoughts desires <laughs> okay we'll just uh um, I, I i just one question and then so we have three subcommittee members in each subcommittee yes okay and that in itself we have seven members on a full commission yes mm -hmm. thank you so for the ops committee, I have Debnar, McGaw, and Winter. And for projects, it's McGaw, Frost, and Debnar. McDonald. Oh, McDonald. McDonald. For clarity, well, I'll ask for, for two separate votes, um, all in uh, favor of um, Winter, Debnar, and McGaw for the operations committee. Signify by saying aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Okay. And was there a motion? Yeah, that was the motion. <laughs> oh, I guess we did need a motion, didn't Good we? First and second? Yeah. Okay, backpedal. Backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> In reverse. Okay. Uh, motion, for, motion to uh, appoint uh, uh, McGaw, Winter, and Debnar to the uh, Operations Committee. Second. Second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. Um, now I need a motion to appoint um, uh, uh, McGaugh, McDonald, and Frost to the Projects Committee. So moved. Okay. And a second? Second. And 
All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Uh, we have subcommittee appointments. Um, next item of new business is astronaut Rex Walheim Day. Um, I'm informed and believe, and on the basis alleged that uh, Tom will go and know something about that, and I will turn the floor <laughs> to Tom. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we're very fortunate indeed uh, to have um, the past director of the Petaluma Museum, uh, Joe Noriel, working very hard on this project to bring astronaut Rex Walheim to Petaluma, uh, slated for September 21st for a public event out at the airport. Rex was um, an astronaut on board the very last shuttle mission, STS-135, and I believe, Joe, that September 21st is close to the one-year anniversary of that mission, I believe? It's actually, yeah, it's a significant date. Uh, one year ago was the actually North Bay flyover of Endeavor, ah. so it's uh, pretty special for this area. So I'd like to turn it over to Joe so he can give us all the details, and then I've got some input on uh, the pilot's club out at the airport and their support. So, Joe? Great. Well, thank you very much, Tom, and thanks for all you guys do. It's very important to the community. Yes, as Tom said, an astronaut's coming to town, and, you know, I really can't think of anything that garners more enthusiasm. With such a wide range of people, you've got the little ones, you've got grandparents. It, it, it's This, fortunately, is my fourth astronaut appearance, and I, I consider myself very lucky having met these individuals. I mean, what a unique perspective on life that they have to be able to see the Earth from outer space. And I think, you know, even when we're little kids, there's something that just kind of hits close to the heart, you know, when we hear about an astronaut, you know, I mean, a true American icon. So I reached out to Rex Walheim approximately about a year ago, and I'll say up front, the hardest part of this thing is already over, and that's getting the astronaut to agree to come. These guys are so much in demand, as you can imagine, and, and as opposed to the other astronauts who visited Petaluma, Rex is still an active astronaut, so he's working on future missions, and, and you know, there's a whole procedural aspect to having him get here. They want to know where he's going. They want to know uh, the community, you know, what, all the, you know, the nuts and bolts behind that, so uh, I was extremely proud and a big sigh of relief when the letter came from NASA that that Rex was willing to come. Um, and they informed me they literally get thousands upon thousands of requests for astronauts. And the reason because of that is it's, he's an astronaut. I mean, you are able to connect with so many different areas. You know, we've got the educational community. Uh, when we had Jose Hernandez house, who was a space shuttle astronaut, that was a really neat way to connect with the Latino community. And I still have this vision of mine of uh, the astronaut and the little guy, you know, this little guy who came to visit and all his little regalia, and it, it's very inspiring. So I'm, I'm truly excited about this, and as this project was coming together, uh, I started to think, you know, well, where, you know, where would be the most appropriate place to be able to host an astronaut? And uh, Rex is an Air Force guy, and, you know, I'm starting to think, well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And what, what better impact but then to have him here in our own Petaluma Airport, I think, by having them come to Petaluma serves a lot of different purposes. I think certainly for tourism, anytime an astronaut's willing to kind of stop by your neck of the woods, you know, that, that raises a few eyebrows and attacks, attracts a lot of attention. So my hope is that the good work that Papa's already doing, you know, this is a great way to kind of shine a big spotlight to the other communities and, you know, come and see what Petaluma's doing. So uh, as Tom and I had kind of been brainstorming on this, you know, it would really work in perfectly with the airport display day. So, you know, come see an astronaut, come see a vintage aircraft. It, it just seemed like a perfect fit. So Tom and I had kind of met and talked a little bit about this potential opportunity. And then, well, what a great idea. You know, we can possibly host him in a hangar. You know, there's plenty of space there. There's parking out there. Um, I think the thing that kind of really hits me the most, uh, where I personally come from, is the whole educational aspect of this. And we've got a lot of connections out in the community. I'm already working with Sonoma State, uh, Santa Rosa Junior College, their observatory, uh, high schools, uh, even the grammar schools. And they're all just clamoring, you know, how do we get there? So. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of neat that, you know, some little kid's going to walk in there and going to meet Rex, and, you know, who knows where he's going to be in 10, 15 years, and the fact that he was able to do that in Petaluma, be able to do that at Papa, I think that's something that's going to pay some dividends um, down the road. So we're already forming the bonds. We've got a lot of people already jumping on board. The media is already extremely interested uh, when Rex comes out. You know, I, I don't like to 
rank astronauts, but as far as if you're going to have an astronaut out, you know, you want someone either the first or the last shuttle flight, and Rex is the guy to have. I mean, he was right there. He was in the final mission, and many of you know there was only four because there was no backup shuttle plan, so it'll be very interesting to hear his particular perceptions on, on space travel. So I think it's, I think it's a great project, and, and hopefully we can work together. Thanks, Joe. Um, from the airport side, um, I spoke to the current uh, Petaluma Area Pilots Association, affectionately known as PAPA. I uh, spoke to their current president yesterday, and uh, he assured me that uh, PAPA members would flock to support and provide services needed to uh, ensure this event comes off safely and well. Uh, being that we have targeted having the event in Hangar 18A, which is the last big corporate hangar. Isn't that right, 18A? Uh, 18B. That's what I said, 18B. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bob. Um, an even better location. Um, we'll be able to have public access from the public side through a normal swinging glass door with parking outside for the event uh, so people can get in and won't have to cross into the active operational airport area. And then after the event with Rex and whatever other um, pieces of that we come up with, since that is our normal scheduled airport open house display event, which Commissioner Joe Debner handles every month so efficiently, um, it would be great to be able to have that event with the public and then bring them back through the secure gate in a secure area that will be coordinated and controlled by PAPA members as volunteers so the public can see typical general aviation aircraft and some classics and some current production models. So it would be a good benefit, I think, for all around. And then for the PAPA members who uh, will be there that day, we'll probably be able to get some one-on-one -on -one time with Rex um, after the event. So I think for everyone involved, it'll be a great event. And I know Joe's working hard with his connections with uh, the various uh, educational institutions around, including Petaluma High Schools and, and the like. So I think this is a win for everybody. And since Aviation in Petaluma started in February 1911 with the first recorded official airmail flight, which Joe was so nice to help commemorate in his Sonoma Aviation ex exhibition at the museum a couple of years ago with our one-third scale model of that aircraft hanging from the ceiling. Uh, I think this is a great follow-on. We got the beginning and now we've got current with an astronaut. I think that's fantastic and Papa's on board. Our insurance policy uh, that we already have with PAPA names the city officials, volunteers, employees as additionally insured. We have that. That's what covers our normal display event. Um, so I think we're in pretty good shape. Bob's running the traps with uh, um, risk department here in town. So uh, I think we uh, get together and pound out the logistics, and I think this will be a wonderful event for everybody. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Um, do we need, oh, and we need some? This is Rex on board. He's in there somewhere. He's in there. <laughs> STS-135 on launch. Um, do we need, uh, do you need some um, uh, action from the commission on this, or is this? Yes, I believe that since we have a, uh, a permit application here for the event, I believe that we need a motion to approve this to move forward. Um, and that will allow then Papa to get involved and to start the detailed planning and making sure we got all the bells and whistles pulled together on this one. All right, my question here is, would, does this kind of thing really need commission? This would kind of seem to me to be something that would be just more administrative and probably in the airport manager's hands. Perhaps so. Bob, what, what do you think? Do you think we need to officially approve this to move forward? Uh, any event at the airport has to be approved by the airport commission. Okay. Uh, one thing to note that we have been in contact with risk management and I'm waiting for a copy of the certificate to pass uh, through them so they can take a look at it. So um, you may want to consider uh, passing the event resolution or mo mm. uh, with the idea that it passes through risk first. Okay, so then it would come back to us? Is that what you're saying? No, as I would pass it 
And then pass, then you would pass it on to risk right. after we endorse it? But it would need okay. their uh, approval before we go forward. Okay. Maybe what we need here is just a, is a, is a resolution to give the airport manager the authority once all the pieces are in place per the application to approve the application. Does that make sense? That would work. Would that work? That would work, yes. Okay. Okay. Somebody want to make a motion on that? Well, unless, Chris, do you have any comments or? Well, I, I have a, just a couple things here that I'm curious about. And you have said you've spoken with Ron Blanke, our risk manager. Right. That's correct. Okay. And so that's being worked out. Right. That's correct. Okay. Joe, the, um, yeah, I'm looking at the attendance of this thing, 250. Uh, the hangar in question, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with the specific yeah, hangar. The 200 people, 250 yeah. people is adequate there. Mm -hmm. Uh, just out of curiosity, what would you guess would be a maximum occupancy there? Well, the way we have tentatively set this up is uh, the hangar can hold um, 150, 200. We've done that before uh, on events. Um, and we were anticipating overflow. And since that hangar is um, the, the active side of the hangar, uh, where an aircraft would get out. There's a, a taxiway there, but we can close that off because there's another row of hangars right across from it. So we can close that off and allow people then to overflow into the now closed hangar taxi row. Um, all the, the other uh, aircraft owners in, that, in those hangars will have been notified of, of this event upcoming so they can take appropriate uh, steps should they need to use their aircraft. But we can have that whole area open and that can hold many hundreds. So we'll just have to plan for the audio to be able to carry outside. With, so with the number fun. of people, you know, you're saying school children and such, the, the, the potential to exceed your estimate of 250 sounds Yeah, yeah sounds you know, possible. that's definitely a conservative estimate. I'm kind of going on prior astronaut appearances, and, and, and that being said, we've always maxed out the room, so we never seem to have enough space. So it's really hard to say. You know, I mean, it, it, it could be much more than that. It could be, you know, right around the, that. The, the signs and cones and whatever oh, yeah. uh, barriers from uh, public works to cordon off an area and, and uh, uh, channel walkways in from, mm -hmm. you know, ingress from point A and egress to point C, B in the middle, uh, uh, that would be maybe advantageous too. And the, I'm thinking of the the event that occurred one of my first meetings here. They had the, the, the flyover. Oh, they yeah. had yeah. A lot of people on the airport, and it got a little hectic there, and they were wandering around uh, active areas, so to channel where they you know, kind of corral our visitors. Yes, that's the um, real reason for having this event in a hangar where we know we can block off access and not let people out, and Papa has ropes and stanchions and cones and things like that we'll be using for our display day. We do that every month when we do it. We set those up, and then we make sure that there are people manning the areas so people don't try to scoot over or under the, the rope line. And, and, um, and step in the right direction. I just the, the numbers of people, that the potential numbers right. of people. That, right. That, right. Very good. Yeah, I had, a, I had a question. On the on the parking, it says 50. Um, will we be using that same area uh, to the north that we used for, like, the wings and wheels parking, do you think, or? We could. I think this is uh, some of the details that the uh, Papa group and Joe and I and Joe or um, Bob will have to review. I think Operations Committee can look at this with Bob and with Joe and and deal with those sorts of issues because we haven't pounded those out yet but there are a lot of other things we need to deal with like tables and chairs and those kind of things right so, but absolutely parking is one of them because I don't think the parking lot and the other area around the hangars there is sufficient right uh, so that area assuming we don't get rains significantly between now and mid-September yeah probably okay. but anyway we'll, we'll have to look at that right but that's a good point yeah that's that's in the to-do list okay um, then do I have a, uh, a motion to approve in concept the uh, um, facility use application for the uh, Rex uh, Walham Day uh, to uh, approve the event going forward subject to um, and to give uh, our airport manager the authority once all the details have been worked out to, to approve this? So moved. Second. 
All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, that carries. It is approved. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Joe. You, Joe. Throttle up. Joe. <laughs> yeah, throttle up indeed. <laughs> okay, um, committee reports. Uh, report of the Operations Subcommittee. Um, uh, I guess I'll take that one because uh, the last event we had was our meeting that we sat down with the uh, city, uh, city attorney, uh, Eric Danley, and, and worked out the uh, last sticking point of the uh, hangar lease uh, agreement. Um, so that has been that has been handled, um, and then uh, upcoming, uh, as we alluded to earlier, um, the next thing that we need to focus on is the uh, uh, airport rules and regulations. Those have not really been um, revised for about 30 years, and uh, much of the structure of them um, really dealt with how the aviation industry was working in the 80s. Um, needless to say, things have changed <laughs> in 30 years, um, and so it, it needs to be brought up to date um, to include the, the uh, uh, you know, issue that uh, Tom addressed earlier about, uh, you know, a pathway for, um, you know, independent contractors to uh, work on airplanes on the field provided that they meet the, you know, requirements um, that the city uh, reasonably has and keeps everybody that's operating on a reasonably level playing field. So that's what's coming up um, as as far as issues, and um, then it, then to talk about the current financial situation, I'll pass it over. To Thank Bob. you. Um, in in brief, at the end of um, fiscal year June 30, um, we're projecting a um, operating surplus of between 160 and 170 thousand dollars. Um, on a budget of 1.8 million, so it's not huge, but it's uh, certainly good to see the surplus. Um, going forward, uh, we have planned uh, through Bob's efforts to cover our FAA grant match requirements for runway rehabilitation and some uh, taxiway and ramp rehab work in the future such that when those grant funds are made available to us, which are in the pipeline for us uh, at some point, um, we will have enough money in the reserve fund to cover that. Plus, we've been reserving, building the reserve fund over the last couple of years. Um, so uh, at the end of this year, when, they, when the books are closed, uh, we should have well over two hundred to 300000 to work with. Much of that will be in the grant match that we'll have to commit, um, but we may have additional funds for other projects uh, as they come forward. Uh, thinking down the road a ways we've got, and this gets into the project realm perhaps, uh, upgraded airport signage so that our um, business tenants can advertise there rather than having um, plastic uh, vinyl signs uh, strapped to the airport fences, which are really not in keeping with the signage requirements that the city uh, planning department has set forth. Um, so much to come, but it's nice to have surpluses year after year than the other alternative. So much of that is thanks to Bob's uh, diligent effort and his team at the airport, and I think our long-range planning um, over the years. Uh, also. Uh, Jet sales are down a bit this year. The uh, Avgas sales have pretty much held their own, um, and Bob will report on some options, opportunities that we may be able to take advantage of to help increase the jet fuel sales. Um, but all things considered, uh, to have that kind of an eight to ten percent surplus in revenues in the year is pretty darn good. RFAA match is ten percent. I believe yes. it's 10%. 90% is FAA. That's correct. Right. Is the state doing their 5% or not doing that any longer? Uh, the state is doing it to the 5% when they have money. At the yeah, beginning right. of the fiscal year, they don't have the money, so they ask us to wait mm. and apply later. But the situation we get into is, <coughs> excuse me, once we apply to the feds and we are approved from the feds and we start moving forward, the state will not cover um, their portion. So it's a kind of a balancing act. Mm. Now, wasn't the FAA at 95% for a while? Now, the FAA was at 95% until last year, and the state was at 2.5%. So and the FAA's feds, rolled it back to 90%. Right. Okay. 
Originally, the feds were 90% several right. years ago. And, uh, right. Okay. About face. Okay. Um, projects Committee. Uh, give us a report, uh, Joe. Uh, the ongoing process of uh, getting a shirt with a logo on it for the airport staff uh, is almost at the very end. Uh, we, please, I'll pass this down, but this is the logo that was originally the award winner from the uh, young woman from Petaluma High School. Uh, we've now got that our first kind of trial of the uh, monogram. Uh, we switched it around just a little bit to where the lettering was. It was it was yellow, but that started to weigh down on the shirt. Uh, and I think this is just a kind of a, a nice cleaner look in terms mm. of uh, what we're going to get. Uh, Bob and I have talked. Uh, the, about the only change that we talked about was maybe toning the bright green down just a little mm. bit it maybe just a tad iridescent uh, there so we'll go with something that's a little flatter but um, we've I'm just about ready to uh, go back to our chosen uh, company Zephyr which is here uh, which is a lo local um, monogram shop here in town and they also had the best deal and I've got to admit that this quick rush of a a logo turned out better than I anticipated to be really good. honest with you um, they threw in a couple of changes here and there which I thought looked good so uh, we're gonna go ahead and get some made up for the staff and underneath the logo it will say staff Bob and I talked about the fact that maybe somebody would like to buy some shirts uh, you know with just the Petaluma Airport logo on it and Bob told me at the beginning of the meeting that he's already got one person who's definitely interested in uh, pursuing that so we'll get the staff shirts made and we'll get a few extras made so that we can uh, start a process of selling them and then I'll come up with a form that when people say oh I want to order a shirt Bob can get them to fill out the form and weekly or every two weeks or something we'll turn the orders in and get the shirts made up on it so I'm real happy with the results and Bob's happy with the results and um, Bob surprised me the other day when I came out to the airport and he says come on outside I want to show you something but don't look up just keep looking down so I looked at my feet as I'm following along finally we get out to the fuel truck he says now you can look and the emblem Bob had made up was on the side of the uh, fuel truck along with Pet uh, in lettering Petaluma Airport and to me it kind of was the 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 last little thing that we needed to really make the airport look official and uh, distinctive that I think goes along with what we think is the best airport in the area. Cool. Great. Who do I see by getting a shirt? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on to manager's report. Thank you, Joe. Yes, uh, currently, as far as available hangers, we have one. It's a 39-foot door opening. And it has an extended side, so it's we have two people interested at the present time, so uh, that should be filled within the next month or so. Um, Mid-June, we had a meeting with uh, Ron Biacco. He's with the FAA. He's our new project manager. So the first question we asked him is when he's retiring. Because the previous two <laughs> retired as soon as we met him. A subtle Bob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very subtle. Um, Ron's very good. Uh, we explained uh, what our experience and history has been at Petaluma, and what our plans are for the future. So, um, currently we have, I believe it's around three hundred and fifty thousand in entitlement grants available to us. Uh, the project we have envisioned 
for the repair of the runway and an overlay, a two-inch overlay is right around 900000 So he would need to get some discretionary funds to make up that difference, uh, which they didn't seem to blink at. Uh, he said within the next two months that they would be able to find out if those were available, mm -hmm. uh, and then we could uh, apply and uh, with construction to be uh, next summer. So right now we're working on the plans. Uh, what the FA likes us to do is uh, to go ahead and do the design first, and then when the grant is um, given to us, offered, then we can put the design portion in the uh, grant itself and be reimbursed. So we're kind of excited about that. I haven't heard from Ron, so I, I think it's time <laughs> to, to give him a call and uh, see how we're doing. Um, Previously, we talked about the PG&E uh, wanting to abandon one of their uh, gas lines that runs uh, through the airport. Uh, it was the 16-inch, one of the 16-inch mains they wanted to replace. Uh, they were going to replace it by going down the property line between Rooster Run and the airport. Uh, they've kind of um, put off on that, and they're going to test the current 16-inch pipeline, uh, which was to have started this week, but I guess we're getting permits and such. So. Um, what they're going to do is put uh, what they call baker tanks on the top of Mount Shut, and they're going to pressurize the uh, gas line to test for any leaks, um, and then do other PG&E things to make sure that they're safe. Yeah, they're going to they're going to uh, shut the line down, uh, fill the line up with water, um, pressurize it, and check for uh, leaks or or any uh, 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 irregularities in the pipeline. Then the baker tanks are used for the water that comes out of the pipeline uh, because it's contaminated at that point. And then uh, they will open the line back up after it's passed its, its test. So that would uh, obviate the need for them to abandon that section of line and uh, build something new? Is that the idea? Well, if the test comes out positive, right. then they would uh, maintain that, that line. But during the testing period, it would be brought down. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the equipment and access would be on there right away. Uh, so there's uh, really no permits needed mm -hmm. uh, for that right. portion. So that they estimate between four and six weeks uh, to perform the test and um, have an answer for us. Now, as I recall, the, where that gas line goes, it runs close to Mr. Mangan's lease hold. Um, would that interfere with his operations or activities at all? Uh, the gas line comes in back of the uh, electrical room. Oh, over there. And okay. Between, uh, in fact, it goes on the other side of the fuel tanks. Oh, okay. So um, it's the it other one. Intersects okay. by uh, hangar one. Okay. So it, it's not near Ron. So it shouldn't affect Okay. Right. Yeah. At that point, it's in the in the neighborhood there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Super. About a month ago, we had uh, FedEx come in. Uh, currently, FedEx has one of their caravans up in Santa Rosa at the airport, and they run a. Uh, shipment down from uh, packages down from Oakland, I mean Santa Rosa to Oakland. Uh, they're looking at the possibility of locating in Petaluma. And so the plane would fly in, in the morning. Uh, somewhere around 5 o'clock, the trucks would come out and they uh, would load the plane up and then it would uh, fly off to Oakland and then come back the next morning. Uh, the plane would be based here uh, 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock during the weekdays. On the weekend, it would be located here both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they, some of the requirements FedEx has is to have a certain amount of space on each side of the aircraft, so they would require five uh, tight end spaces that they would have to rent. And the upside of this would be that they uh, would take jet fuel. So one of the stipulations they were asking for was to have a storage unit placed on the outside of the ramp so they could keep all their scales and their lights for night when they load at night during the winter time. Uh, and all this has to be uh, worked out. I haven't heard back from them, so we're still um, waiting to um, hear what their plans are. Apparently, West Air is the one that runs the aircraft, and uh, they contract through FedEx, so the two sides have to meet and agree. I, so I have one question. Um, what size airplanes are they using? Are they using 421 Cessnas or larger? Or? Uh, they're using a, a Cessna caravan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And there would be one here, possibly two, for a period of time. Uh, probably closer to Christmas, it would be mm. a two-plane operation. 
revenue for the city is strictly their their tie down space uh tie down and, uh, and fuel, fuel sales. sales and the fuel yeah. yeah that's the biggest one that's sizable let me talk about um this this last week we had the recycled water connected to our irrigation system that we use for the taxiways and runways <coughs> its original design was to have this connected to the recycled water but because of various logistical uh, situations it wasn't so as of two days ago we are now connected which brings uh, um, some warnings to us on how we handle uh, recycled water and and so we have signage up and we have uh, training sessions that are going on at the airport we um, had an extra office in the terminal building which was a previous manager's office we've um, uh, painted it and we've removed the computer so now that's a, uh, a Papa's donated a computer so they have Wi-Fi access for any visiting pilots uh, whether they be charter or uh, visiting char uh, pilots so they can go in there and relax and uh, have access and uh, so it wouldn't be so noisy as it is sometimes in the mornings I want to commend Papa uh, they've uh, stepped up and repaired some of the um, fencing at the, on the deck and I don't know if you have a chance to look at it but it, it Joe's done a really nice job and he continues to um, move throughout the deck and do the rest of it so I can't wait for that to be completed and that's all I have for a report okay um, commission uh, comments or questions to Bob etc start down at the end you got anything Colin no I apologize for being late <coughs> okay um uh, one uh, one question that i have bob um how are we coming on getting the uh weather reporting back online um it our um, city it department's coming up monday and for some unknown reason the address changed and it wasn't reporting to um, all weather in Sacramento so Monday we should have connection well it's already been out for for several days um, and that's as soon as the city IT can do it because without the weather online um, uh, charter and certified air, certified air carriers um, are going to be looking at that weather uh, looking for it on the computer they're not going to find it and as they're planning their destinations they're going to assume that they've got to have weather to make an approach in the in the, in the weather uh, which you know for a morning arrival that's the that's the marine layer and uh, they don't see it online they go well okay that's not a viable a viable Petaluma is not a viable uh, landing spot I guess we'll have to look at Santa Rosa um, and I uh, don't know in the, there isn't any way that uh, I mean this it used to work how big a deal is this <laughs> well both sides are pointing the finger at each other so um, the earliest they can get out and I asked them is Monday so we'll get it, we'll get it up on Monday okay. I just want to you know I wasn't aware the weather was out because I haven't checked it lately but uh, if we're thinking about having FedEx come here isn't that something that we need to get boosted in our priorities from IT that I mean because they're going to need it and if we can't provide it a hundred percent they're going to start looking at someplace else again I'm sure they could have come out earlier they had other priorities in the city right now um, this weather is available by a via phone call or by a radio it just wasn't available on uh, the net or by a METAR yeah, but the problem is, is that you know, airline or you know, like West Air's operations are going to get it off the computer, and if it's not on the computer, they're going to look at it as being unavailable. Um, uh, it, it without being able to maintain, I mean, that's this isn't the first time that this uh, that the, that uh, Petaluma's uh, weather has dropped off the uh, um, has dropped off the national net. Um, it's not even probably in the first. Uh, five or six times uh, that this has happened um, what can we do to try to 
somehow make this a more make this a more stable and reliable thing because uh, we've already know our jet sales is down and fortunately now the airport is profitable but at the some you know it's our continuing challenge to keep enough business activity at the airport so that the uh, uh, that the airport continues to be self-supporting it's not an option for the city to close the airport so if it doesn't become self-supporting it becomes council's bigger headache than it already is so um, is there any avenues uh, or anything that we should be looking at as a commission to try to move that project a little higher up in the uh, uh, higher up in the priority scale here of, of, of the city it's it's a little hard to know you know why something that used to talk to the internet no longer talks to the internet and it's going to take over a week to get it fixed I can certainly bring that to their attention um, yeah just one comment I wanted to um, reemphasize uh, something that, that Bob mentioned in his report um, I know as all of us know uh, the pilots club Papa um, installed the current terminal building built a deck around it all the utilities the foundation uh, and the like um, at their own expense as an aid to the development of the airport 25 plus years ago now and uh, the uh, replacement of the deck railing has uh, been on Papa's agenda for a while and now the weather's good and some of the highly qualified mechanically inclined and carpentry efficient types uh, within the club are now replacing that railing and that project will continue again at no cost to the city that's Papa donated labor effort and materials so I just wanted to reemphasize that for anyone in the city who might be wondering who was paying for the railing and I said the pilot club is so anyway my comment thank you Fred your turn well, <clears throat> I uh, I really like the idea of, of uh, having all of the uh, people with, in attendance on the 24th of September. I think it's going to be a great event for the airport, and uh, and I I would expect more than three four hundred people. I would think could might be there. Come in. Okay. Uh, I think that moves, has moved us through the agenda now, and uh, entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor of adjourning, say aye. Aye. Opposed. Aye. Meeting is adjourned. Meeting is adjourned. <laughs>